morning, and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast, brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, One Deer Walk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord, our King, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Holy God, faithful and unchanging, enlarge our minds with the knowledge of your truth and draw us more deeply into the mystery of your love that we may truly worship you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our reading for this Holy Trinity Sunday is from Psalms chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth! You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babies and infants, you have established strength because of your foes to still the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? Now, you may remember that poignant Gershwin song, Summertime, very appealing. You know, the words and the soothing music are enough to make you want to pull off your shoes, plop yourself down on a hammock, and let the time drift by. Indeed, some of God's children give in to the temptation to behave that way now, to take the summer off from worship in his house and immerse themselves in nature's luxuries out there. Now, we have no idea what season it was when King David wrote this very familiar psalm that we just heard. He clearly treasured the chance to be outside and to revel in the created things the Lord set in the sky above and in the world around him. At the same time, nature's wonders thrilled him the most when he saw them through the window of God's Word and pondered what all this says about us human beings. It would be a great thing if you let this psalm be the Lord's invitation to a rich summer season when you get refreshed from both directions, from his creation and from the merciful kindness he brings near to you in his word. 
He is majestic in mercy. And in fact, God's vast creation makes his mercy toward us all the more majestic. God's majesty is overwhelmingly visible in the earth and beyond. His name is more than a label. It includes everything he has revealed of himself. The wonders of his creation outstrip the boundaries of any one place. His glory reaches all the way to heaven and beyond. Now, to be sure, there are voices that ridicule him and mock the people who confess him. Some would say the immensity of the universe precludes a creator, at least in anything like the time frame the Bible describes. Some hold up science as the only repository of knowledge and consign religion to the realm of, well, superstition. For instance, a few years ago, Sam Harris, an intractable atheist, after opining on all the evil and natural disasters in the world, said this, If he exists, the God of Abraham is not merely unworthy of the immensity of creation, he is unworthy even of man. William Craig Lane, a noted Christian apologist, reminds us, No one, in the final analysis, really fails to become a Christian because of lack of arguments. He fails to become a Christian because he loves darkness rather than light and wants nothing to do with God. And more. God's, God answers by opening the eyes and the mouths of even small children to praise him. Such young confessors praise Jesus in the temple, and they keep doing so even now. Their confession does not bother entering into debates, but is God's own rebuke to those who are wise in their own eyes. You know, the closer you look, the more God's majesty is seen. David did not think in generalities, but considered specific elements the Lord had carefully set in place. A modern study of the heavens can reveal the incredible detail and harmony God wove into the far-flung world of nature. It is all awe-inspiring in the very deepest way imaginable. The wonders of God's creation emphasize the depth of his mercy toward us. Some voices in our time suppose human beings are, well, we're just another animal, almost as though we must apologize for being here and intruding on the rest of nature. At other times, people in their pride saw man at the top of the heap as though we were not accountable to the Lord and could exploit the rest of creation however we pleased. David sees us as the recipients of incredible mercy, that the Lord would even think about us in the vast ocean of his creation. Even more wonderful is that God cares about our life and well-being. David answers his own question by singing, Man wears a crown of honor. To be sure, our creation in God's image and the intelligence he gave us have raised us high. To our shame, we must face that with our rebellion we soiled the honors God gave us, acting as if we had made them happen, were entitled to them, and bore no responsibility. When Jesus died in your place, he wore a thorny crown of dishonor so that you could receive the highest honor of all, 
the designation of forgiven and redeemed. God's majestic mercy has made us rulers. The Lord has given us a certain dominion in the created world. We do not occupy this exalted position because we are larger and stronger than all the other created things. We know that we are not. God's undeserved gift has brought this about despite our sins and failures. And so our dominion over our fellow creatures should reflect the Lord's gracious calling. He gave us animals for food and to help in our work. Our relationship to them then should be marked by gratitude and humility, since we are recipients not only of high honors but of majestic mercy. Now, there is a marvelous way of living out your faith in Jesus through the summer days stretching before you. That right there, living in God's majestic mercy, marked by gratitude and humility. Just like our father David, Christians in all the earth, as it says in verse 9, have caused or have cause to view the creation around them in awe and wonder. It is never to be honored as an end in itself. We're not here to worship the creation, but we take care of it because of the one who made it and gifted it to us. It is a reminder of the great creator God who set it in place in vast array and detail that outstrips our understanding. At the same time, a mere glance at the sky, an afternoon on the lake, or spending time in nature alone will never impress this truth on you as you need to receive it. The teaching David had learned from God's word helped him to see himself and his fellow human beings the way you also need to see yourself. We are the recipients of the Lord's care, his care and attention that are both astounding and totally undeserved. Jesus' death in your place and his triumphant resurrection underscore the length to which our merciful God was willing to go to crown us with glory and honor. Now, this is not a treasure we can ever discover just by spending time in the world of nature, welcome and refreshing as that is. Instead, it is brought near to us in the sounding of Christ's good news. There's a recipe for enjoying this summer, as it was meant to be enjoyed. Getting out there to ponder and revel in the world the majestic God has placed around you. But also, coming in here, even here at Redeemer, to hear the word of Jesus, to kneel at his table, and to worship him for the indescribable love he has brought to you, to which our lives say, Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you have given us your servants grace. By the confession of a true faith, to acknowledge the glory of the eternal trinity and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity. Keep us steadfast in this faith through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deer Walk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day.